Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Health, Wealth and Anything Else. Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of the podcast. We have a special guest with us today, Barry Kutsaris. How are you doing, Barry? I'm very well, Ryan. Thanks very much for having me on your podcast. Looking forward to it and discussing uh, all things fitness, fitness and well-being and giving you some some more of my, my background and, and experience in that. So really looking forward to the conversation. I hope everyone takes some some value from it. Yeah, definitely. I've been looking forward to it as well. So Barry is going to actually be part of the podcast, going to be helping us out with stuff. Uh, he brings a lot of expertise uh, from his career and his life. So we're going to kind of get into that and and talk about it today uh, and some of the stuff that you've got plenty, plenty of knowledge on. So you are, I've, I've got your resume up in front of me because it's very impressive. You've got a lot of stuff. So we'll just quickly cover it and then we'll get into talking about some other stuff. So you were basically a a, a high-level gymnast. You represented Scotland at Commonwealth Games. Am I right? Yeah. That's correct. Won yeah. plenty of, won lots of um, medals in nationals and stuff. Is that it? Different nationals. North European Championship bronze medalist, over 30 cats for Scotland. You had three seasons in the British squad, Ton, tons of achievements. So let's start with that first. Um, where did you kind of get started with getting into gymnastics? Yeah, so it was uh, way back when when I was a kid. I remember being very active, uh, very, uh, had a lot of energy, um, just all the way through through my, my, my childhood. I think it was around eight, eight when I was around eight, um, was busy, uh, you know, just climb, I was climbing furniture and trees and just constantly ener- energetic, was out and about, just I'd, I'd loads of energy. And my mum and dad decided to put me into a recreational class at one of the clubs in Glasgow. So it was basically like very jumping jacks uh, for kids, uh, just basic uh, gymnastic elements. Uh, on the floor, the trampette, things like that. Uh, flexibility, they thought would be good for me to to go along and and see what it was like to put my energy to good use and and divert my you know my focus in that. So it really just started once a week on a Saturday. I would go along and really enjoyed it. Found it quite easy and um, enjoyable. Just doing ba- ba- basic basic moves and really from then it was I got selected for. A Sunday class with the boys squad, so it was all boys training uh, that extra day with the coach, and again just just took took to it like a duck to water. Really, very much found it my my home, and started to train more days. You know, we'd add another day in, another day in, so I would would start going after school. So we started to to work on the various apparatuses. So there's six apparatuses for men, floor, pommel horse, rings, vault, P-bars, which is parallel bars, there's another name for it, and high bar. So started to work 
my skills on all those events as well as undertaking a lot of uh, strength and flexibility work which you need um, as, a, as a basis in order for for you to develop as a gymnast. Uh, that was a, a very big component of it and obviously it's part of what I'm working on just now which we can come on to later but um, at that point I started getting entered for competitions. I started with like floor and vault competitions um, at a recreational level then at national level and then I think it was when I was about 11, I got uh, entered for, I remember it, it was me and one of the other boys in the in the group. We we got within within the class, there was a new coach that came in and took, I think it was the best six, to work with him as more hands, uh, more kind of uh, a, a sort of specialised group. Um, in terms of uh, the, the the rest of the squad, so that he could work more closely and and prepare us for a higher level of competition. So it was me and one of the other kids that got invited to. Uh, it was the National Training Centre in Largs, which is about an hour from Glasgow. And I remember turning up, and there was like there was loads of kids there, but all very high high level. And it was a whole day of trialing. So they assessed our uh, first of all, the the first half of the day. I remember was uh, flexibility. We were getting judged on flexibility. So it was all these flexibility uh, skills we had to do, and then all these these strength tests. So there was about I can't remember how many fifteen or twenty different stations where we got uh, we got judged on our on our strength to get. And it was like a point system, so it was how many of these could you do in this time, etc. And then the afternoon was skills on all six pieces of the apparatus that we had to do, and we would get we would get judged on that. So at the end, we were uh, out of all the points that we that we accumulated through the day. I think I ended up with the fourth highest score. I just remember during. I never fought so hard to try and impress the judges and, and the people who were involved with the, the, the national setup to try and get into this squad. I was just so determined to do it and ended up getting the, the fourth high squad. And then along with the other the other boy that was there, uh, he was he was a couple of years younger. We I remember a few weeks later, we got a letter through saying that we'd been selected for our respective age group national squads. And we would be attending uh, training camps uh, along with our club training, where the other boys that were selected from the other clubs would we would we would meet together at the weekend and train in the in the national setup. So that was super exciting for me, and uh, really it just it just snowballed from there. Really, I ended up training six six days a week after school, every day after school, and even sometimes during school, I would. I would, especially uh, when I went to high school, actually, they made it so that I could access the fitness suite at lunchtime so that I could do my, my strength training in there. And they were very supportive of that. Mm -hmm. And then I just started competing more and more nationally and then internationally from there. So it just became a, you know, a, a big part of my life after that. And um, obviously went on to have a pretty good career, obviously, as, as a very competitive um, person, I wish that uh, I, I suppose a, a lot of a lot of competitive people maybe have that is that they they look back maybe on the things that 
they could have done better or they could have achieved this or they could have won that or they could have got made the team for this and all that. So um, I always have that in the back of my mind, but I suppose that's what drives you to become better anyway. But overall, I had a pretty pretty good career and uh, I've, uh, I've gained a lot from it, and uh, not only in terms of com competing, but uh, in terms of uh, going in, uh, learning the, the, the coaching side as well, which has been a big, big part of my career too. That's really how how I how I got into it. Just became that 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 was that was my main focus. It's, it's all I really wanted to do for many years, and had great experiences with it. So one thing I definitely like to touch on is the the Commonwealth. You represent Scotland at the Commonwealth Games. So I mean, what what did that feel like? Because that's I mean one of the biggest um, biggest uh, platforms to do it on I, I I don't know if that was your highlight of your career I imagine it must be high up there what what was that actually like yeah that was that was a phenomenal experience trying then I actually remember when I think I was I was a junior at the time not quite I wasn't at that at that level still working my way up and we were in a it was it was I remember the moment clearly we were over in another gym uh, in Cumbernauld training and I saw a banner on the wall of that gym saying it was a it was a, a banner rep displaying the the logo of the Commonwealth Games. I think it was in Auckland, um if I remember right, it was in nineteen ninety or nineteen ninety four. So uh, I asked my coach, oh, what, what, what is that? He said, that's the Commonwealth Games. That's one of the, the second biggest sporting event, multi-sporting event in the world. And if you if you work hard and become good enough one day, you, you could get there. And then at that moment, I thought that this this is what I'm going for. Uh, this is what I'm building towards. Mm. What I would, I would, I need to get there. I'd love to get there. And I'm going to make sure that, that I, I put myself and give myself the best opportunity, and that that was like a, a longer term goal as I as I worked my way up the senior ranks. So the the the, the games, the Commonwealth Games in Manchester, I, I just missed out on on being selected, and that was a big. I was obviously very disappointed that that I didn't manage to do it and and, and get the scores needed. So I, I came close, but not quite close enough. But that drove me even further in the next four years with all the competitions and, and, and the season that you that you go through to make sure that when the next one comes along that I would make the team for that. And when Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne Games came around, I performed obviously with, with four years more more experience in terms of handling pressure and just the mindset and mm -hmm. and in and, and, and competition performed much better. And made the team for for that games, and so that that was one of, one of my biggest achievements uh, to uh, in my career, and and just be, being there and competing against guys that you were that you watched on the TV, you know, in, in world championships and Olympic games, you watched them, and then they were actually there, and you're going up against them. That was another moment where I realised how far I'd come, and. Actually, the, the 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 scale of of what I've done, especially with um, everything that the, the other distractions, you know, school and university and 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 other pressures that I managed to to stay focused on that, make sure that that was my singular focus, my most important thing that I was going for, to make sure that I competed strongly and made that team, and 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 the actual experience was amazing. Um, we had a really good competition um 
I wasn't. I was only selected for some of the the events uh, as a team. A few gymnasts will do all of the events, and then some will. Uh, others will just do certain events because that's how the team format is. Five up, uh, five members of the team, and you put your best four on on each apparatus and on each one that performed. I did very well. Made one mistake on the pommel horse in the last event, uh, which. I wouldn't normally have made, although the rest of the routine was was very good. It was it was a strong team that we had. Um, that that was my only sort of uh, sour note uh, in terms of the the competition experience. But overall, I did, did a really good job. We we finished fourth. We were very close to for the first time to to get on the podium. Uh, England just beat us to it. Um, I think they were it was only at around five points. A, a difference which wasn't that much in the new in the new code, the new judging code of how they judged uh, routines and and scores at that time. Uh, but overall, it was it was a phenomenal experience. Happy with what I did, and to compete against the best in the world, you know, uh, some of the best guys. That was that was also amazing, and and also just being away, you know, in, in another part of the world. Um, the the whole experience of being in Australia and. Uh, the, the the whole in terms of being in the, the athletes village meeting many other high level athletes from from all, all all the all the other sports was was also a highlight and uh, you took a lot from it so happy with the way I quit myself and took that experience forward in the rest of my career yeah that's amazing like I think competing as you said against world level athletes representing your country like that's pretty much the peak of any kind of sport. Um, or athletics events so that must be uh, that must be an amazing experience and you you just mentioned before as well about how you you moved into coaching so was that kind of natural as as you kind of felt or saw your career coming to an end in terms of doing it yourself were you already starting into coaching or did you kind of have to stop and rethink how you did it or was that always the plan to get into coaching yeah, the, the coaching one is is more of a natural progression. It's it's not for, for, for all gymnasts, but a fair amount of them end up getting into coaching, depending on their their sort of circumstance or their situation. Some of them might be studying, they may have um, other work uh, that, they're, that they're doing or, or a slightly different life path, but a fair amount of them start to learn the coaching game during their their training during their actual uh, training and competitive career so I actually started I think it was 18 or 19 I started to get my my coaching badges and my qualifications mm. and at that point you just start coaching the very the very basics of uh, not recreational standard obviously it's uh, it's you're, you're coaching uh, boys gymnastics on all six events but they'll start you off with that with a younger group where the skill level is not as is not as high they're just building up and then you can gain experience as a coach then so it was something that I did from uh, you know from my late teens um, all the way to the present day whether I was training competing myself or just or through, a, through a period where I was just coaching and being involved in the sport and and increasing my experience in that in, in that realm so um that that's really how I got into it, and I just found that a very natural progression. I, I enjoyed giving my knowledge and my experience and imparting that onto the gymnasts and making them 
uh, improving them, working with them, making them the best that they could be. Um, there's something that came very natural to me um, as well. So, um, and the fact that I had been through that journey also, I, I could identify with the journey that they were on and help them find their, find, find, find their way through and become the, the most high-level gymnast they could be. And so the, the, the strength uh, and conditioning aspect was, was something that um, I was always very, very good on um, it, because you have to be physically prepared to do uh, the, 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 skills that, the skills that we, that we do and something that I took a particular interest in. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think um, the fact that you've been there and been through it as well, obviously, I mean, with sports, it's kind of natural maybe for people to go into coaching afterwards. But, I mean, you might get some that haven't done it. But in lots of other kind of areas of, of life, maybe in health and fitness, you might you get people that maybe have just done some qual random qualification that qualifies them for stuff, which is, you know, all well and good. But having someone who's been there, they've done it, they've been through what you have been through, I think is a, a really powerful thing to have. And it kind of gives you instant kind of respect and social proof that you know what you're talking about, that you've done it. So I think that really helps to have someone coaching you who's got that experience and has done it. Have you also, did, did you just coach in gymnastics or have you kind of taken what you knew and been able to transfer it to other areas? Yes, yeah, so that's something that I'm I'm currently working on at the moment. Uh, so it really started with uh, pure purely coaching coaching gymnasts. There were also uh, there was a class that we did at the club where it was it was like an adults class, but it was more freestyling, so that non gymnasts could come in and actually work on the kit and do some of the strength and, and conditioning flexibility. Uh, aspect that, that we do as gymnasts so there, there was there was people from many different backgrounds there was uh, there was dancers there was skiers there was freestylers trampolinists uh, there was even a couple of I think there was a couple of rugby guys as well they came in and uh, just got involved really in, 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 in the, the, the strength and the, the endurance work in their cardio their uh, working their body in different areas, you know that they may not have been able to that the, uh, the, they may not have been able to do in the past in terms of their their background using their body weight, uh, being more flexible, more mobile, and just getting on the kit. So that was a very that was a very good, interesting experience, and, and and worked with you know various people on that. Some of them, some of them would like to came to, because they wanted to learn how to to do a, a somersault or you know, a handstand or to to do a, a certain manoeuvre and I would help them build the strength capable of, of doing that. So that that was very good. There was some dancers there that wanted to increase their flexibility and their mobility. So we, I did some work with them and that was that was my first experience in terms of working with the general public or those outside of, of the gymnastic world. And in the last couple of years, uh, I managed. Uh, the last couple of years, I did some work with a high-level Irish dancing group here in Glasgow, um, where I developed a, a program to help increase their 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 back and their leg strength, their ankles, their improve their flexibility and their mobility. So I specifically tailored a program for them uh, in preparation for their 
their competition schedule and we did this over several blocks and it was a, it was a very successful they found it very beneficial and that actually improved their their competition performance um the last block that we did was in was for a select group preparation for their world championships their irish dancing world championships and uh, it was a couple of months ahead and we I worked with them on a, on a, on a weekly basis on on their their their, their back strength, their flexibility, and their their just their overall athleticism, which they found really beneficial. And now I'm on taking that into the fitness community, all the the, the skills and the knowledge that 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 I've learned, um, and combining it with obviously general strength strength that that that, that people do in the gym and the PTs work on a on a, on a daily basis with with clients and bringing my my knowledge and experience and combining that into working with people of the general public to help them achieve their fitness goals and get to where they want to improve their confidence um and and and, and meet their goals so um that's 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 where i'm at the moment and uh, the experiences that i've had uh, in terms of working with non-gymnasts has, has, has helped me put me in a better position I'm learning all the time, and the program I'm working on will will be very beneficial to to to, to certain people. I, I I believe. Yeah, completely. I mean, the attributes that you have in gymnastics, like you're saying about the strength and the, especially the flexibility, can be applied to um, every every kind of uh, part of fitness, really. Especially people looking to improve, uh, not necessarily for a sport, but just to improve their health and their their fitness. Because I mean. The, the main thing that I kind of am trying to do in terms of helping people around health and stuff is to optimize their health for the long term. You know, I, I try to say to people to aim more at health rather than rather than just thinking, oh, I, want, I just want to lose a bit of weight just for losing weight. Just do everything for the sake of your health, not for maybe how you look. Obviously, how you look will improve as a side benefit. But if you do it for your health, it's more long term. And to be honest, from I, I'd never have thought of this before and i i didn't do it as a child but as i've learned more with health and fitness and different stuff and i've come along people who i've spoken to who i respect and who are very knowledgeable say things say that one of the best things you can get young kids to do is gymnastics because of the flexibility and kind of strength it builds in them i i think i've read some kind of crazy stat you might know better coming from your background but something like kids start losing their flexibility from like seven or eight or some really young age or something we start losing flexibility steadily for the rest of our life and thinking about your long-term health and your quality of life as you get older flexibility is something that you should be really looking at and I've never been very flexible um in my life so you know if, if i'd been sent to gymnastics as a kid i'm sure that would be way better so i think it's a really important thing to do i mean if you can start your kids young in it great but obviously for people like me who haven't it's still not too late to get into things like that um, and improve it which i'm guessing is um some of the things that your your new exercise program is kind of built around meshing that strength and flexibility together yeah absolutely ryan it's a, real, it's a really good point uh, on that it's never too it's never too late to start working on our, mm. our flexibility and our mobility, especially as we get to midlife. Uh, that that's something that I think everyone should try and think about going forward is to start with some basic stretches. I, I try try and stretch every day now, 
and I'm even getting closer to uh, getting my my splits back. Believe it or not, um, yeah. even with uh, a good few years out of gymnastics, but it's all muscle memory, and it's about mm. doing these doing these stretches. It's it's something that 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 because I spent years doing it, it's, it's starting to come back now. But for any any person, I think doing a bit of stretching every day. There's 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 a lot of research and out there and 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 information that it does help your overall mobility through life. It helps with your posture, helps with the way you carry yourself. Um, it helps to reduce injuries and just get, gets the blood flowing. Um, and 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 the mind uh, that all transfers up into the mind as well. So. Uh, flexibility mobility work is, is is extremely extremely important and even if it's something that you if if your goals are, are more strength related or getting bigger or even putting on putting on more muscle um, everyone's got different fitness goals but incorporating stretching into your into your workout even just a couple of minutes before and after is hugely beneficial and that's something that I'm incorporating into my program uh, as well in order to help to help people with. So um, there's there's many different exercises and and routines that you, you can go through. But um, I I always try and do a couple of minutes when I get up every morning and do a little bit through the day as well. And it just helps to keep the blood flowing and and and, and keep your mind keep your mind sharp as well. So. Yeah, that that's a really important aspect, and um, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, when, when you're a child, you're naturally more flexible anyway, and and that is the best time, especially with with, with gymnasts. That's that's something that that is a key component that they try and focus on right from the beginning is to get those those splits and that shoulder flexibility, that hip flexibility, um, not only to be able to do the skills, but also to keep you free from injury and. It's something that, as an adult, even with, with with no experience, it's never too late to start. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, in fact, it's something that I need to do more of within sort of my exercise and fitness. You know, stretching is not anything I've ever done much of, and obviously my flexibility is not great. So that's something I definitely need to improve. So I'll have to uh, I'll have to steal some tips off you, off, <laughs> off you for no that problem. to to improve that. Yep, not a problem. Happy to help. Good news, our podcast is now available on another new platform. This one is called Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of, and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice, so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there. There's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians, if you really want to know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favourite, the Health World Podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries, and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now, and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one-month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now. Subscribe to our podcast and get your one month free. I, th- I think I like to uh, I like to often use analogies for stuff. And the the, the body basically is like a, a car, and if you maintain your car, it's going to run well. And it's the same with your body, isn't it? In terms of, I talk about with you know diet is putting the right things in your car. 
you know, the right fuel oil and stuff and stretching is just the same thing. It's just maintaining it, isn't it? And, and especially like you said, even if, if your main thing is just getting bigger and strength, flexibility is still something you should be concentrating on a lot because it allows you to do more of it. And I, I'm pretty sure as well, there's quite a lot of research that shows that, you know, stretching the muscles before and after working them actually helps them to grow as well. So it's, it's all beneficial rather than just no warm up, no stretch, you know, do a couple of bench presses as heavy as you can and then go. That's not going to be that good for you in the long run, even if it might grow your muscles slightly to begin with. Like I say, I'm always trying to think long term health, not just what max rep can I get on the bench press? Let's think about what exercise can I do now? That means in 30, 40 years time, I'm going to be in the best physical position I can be. That's kind of how I like to to look at it. Because there's a lot of, uh, you know, bodybuilders and or weightlifters and stuff that get to, you know, get to past a certain age and they're a complete physical wreck because they've put their body through too much punishment. You've got to work your body, but not overdo it. Absolutely. Um, so you you just mentioned a little bit there about helps with stretching, helps with the mind and stuff as well. Um, and the mental side of things is something that I like to get into as well. I think it's super, super important. Um, and I always talk about how discipline is the key to doing achieving stuff, not motivation. Motivation is just a feeling comes and goes. So obviously, in terms of becoming a top level top level athlete, you would have had to have been supremely disciplined in in what you did. So, what did you did did you kind of have any certain tricks or routines to help you be disciplined, or is it just something you just got drilled into you and you just like? This is what I've got to do, and and how kind of disciplined did you have to be with that? Yes, it's it's that's a big it's a big topic of conversation, and it's something that that uh, that the mindset and discipline. I mean, that that can transcend into any area, regardless of where where it is that you want to go or what you're you want to be, what you're working on, not just um, athletically, but also if you're you're studying to be something or you're trying to set up mm-hmm. a business or you're whatever it is climb the next mountain whatever it is that you're trying to do discipline's extremely important and and you're you're spot on about the motivation aspect you're not going you're not going to feel motivated all the time and that's where the discipline uh, comes into play um and really one of the things that that I that I tried to do during or that I implemented during during my 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 training in gymnastics was trying to anticipate if I was in a in a in a sort of a mind space where I wasn't feeling like doing that 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 extra that extra rep or that doing another repetition of this skill to try and make it better before I move on to the next one or stretching that extra minute whatever it was I always try to anticipate how I would feel if I decided to take the easy route and just skip it and see how I would feel an hour or so later. And I tried to put myself in that in that headspace, and it was always the same feeling. I would I would feel regret about it. I would feel annoyed with myself. I would feel almost like a sense of shame. So I would actually attach that sense of shame to the action to make sure that I don't want to feel like that because I'm going to have to. And this was even way back when you know I had days in in school where I was thinking about last night's training session, I was annoyed at myself, you know, because I could have done better in this or I could have worked a little bit harder or I could have went for that move and 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 that and that sort of that helped me to build that that sort of discipline that always anticipate how you would feel if you didn't 
managed to do go that extra that extra inch or that extra mile or do that extra set of exercises or whatever it is and avoid that feeling because you always feel better after after giving it 150 percent and not skipping especially when it came to conditioning you know you, you can't cheat uh, your way to being strong you know you have to put in the work uh, and you have to go through that that pain barrier and that journey. And afterwards, you always feel better. You feel you more, more more content and more at peace that you gave it a hundred percent and that you didn't you know leave something out. So that discipline was that I always tried to, to to anticipate how I would feel if I was not showing discipline in that moment. And I never liked how I would feel. So I would do everything I could to avoid that and made sure that I did what I was supposed to do regardless of how I felt. So that was a little tip that, that I, uh, a little sort of mind hack that I used to try and make sure that I gave it 100% every time and that I did what I was supposed to do. Um, even in days that I didn't feel like training, it doesn't matter how you feel happy, sad or indifferent, you have to make that, that decision to go in and do it anyway. When you adopt that mindset, you'll just improve, you, you, you'll improve, the, the improvement that you make will be will be a lot a lot better you know a lot faster uh, and it helps to build momentum as well and once you start being disciplined it's easier it gets easier to retain that discipline if, if you know what I mean so uh, yeah discipline is obviously very important not, for me not just you know in training but in terms of what I did on the outside you know made sure I got enough sleep and, and ate right and and just did the right things. Um, so that I could be in the best shape for uh, me both mentally and physically for for training because it was uh, it was it took a it took a lot out of you and ultimately there's no hiding place in gymnastics it's it's uh, you've got to you've got to be there and you you've got there's there's no one really it's not that kind of sport where someone's coming to bail you out you 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 have to be focused you have to be uh, on it and ready um, every time you're training um, also because. Um, it can be dangerous as well, you know. So we had to be hundred uh, percent. Discipline was was really important when when it came to came to that. So that's my sort of uh, ideas on how I retained my discipline, and it's carried on from there, really. So yeah, that's great. I love I love that that thing that you did, that hack or tip or whatever you call it about thinking what how you would feel in the future if you didn't, because so much of what people do today and the decisions they make is just short-term gratitude so it's short-term gratification sorry it's just people are just living the now and they just think well i'm tired now so i don't want to do it but like you say afterwards you would feel regret you didn't do it so by you sort of positioning yourself at the afterwards uh, and how you would feel pushes you to do it in the moment and um, oh. which, which is brilliant that's a that's a great way to look at it because in the moment you always feel like stopping but you've got to look at how you feel in the future and my my whole kind of ideals and stuff around health and fitness is based on that, that yeah. You, okay. You feel like you can't be bothered to, you know, cook proper food and eat properly today, but you know, think about how it, the long-term effects of it, you know, put the effort in now, do the little things and like with your training, you know, put the effort in, get the extra bit of training done. And then long-term you're going to achieve more in your career, do better in your career. If you, if you just started taking the easy way out with them, I doubt you'd have ended up at the Commonwealth games so it's got to think about the long-term picture so i love that how you described that of you know that i'm going to use that as advice for people that 
put yourself as your future person and look back and how do you feel having not done what you know you should have done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And as you say, it's it's just it's the anticipation of looking ahead. And I think many people now, uh, as you say, they, 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 they struggle with that. It's they'll get a you know, something that will come up on their phone or, you know, so much information and distractions that are available to us now. And it's it's sort of a double-edged sword. It's we, We've got so much info and resources available to us, but also it can, and if you use it correctly, you can really improve your life regard, regardless of what, what it is you're working on. But it also, you can allow, if you don't have that discipline, it it, it, it tends to distract people and, and time gets wasted and they end up, not being as productive um, as, as they should have been. So um, now, for for example, you know, I'm, I'm very wary about how much, about getting my, my checklist done, my daily checklist, and actually how much time I can use to, uh, if I do have a spare 20 minutes or whatever, that I can sort of allocate that to, to, to taking it easy or, or, or do a bit of, scrolling or watching something whatever whatever it is but make sure that you keep that structure and that discipline and do what what it is that you need to do um on that day and um, that's really helped me in terms of the nutrition side as well because um, now for me it's it's on, on a regular day i'll work out at least once sometimes twice a day and it's never in my head to just think i've got that fish or that that meat in the fridge uh, you know what, I'm just going to get a carry out, you know, like that possibility now, it doesn't even enter my mind. It's not It's not even tempting to me because of how I'll feel if I, if I take that easy road. It'll actually set me back, you know, so making the effort to, to cook that nutritious food after my workout now is, it's it's so second nature. It's not even, a, a, it's, it's, I don't even give that second thought now. It's it's just it's it's baked in, and it's built in now to 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 my mindset. So that 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 and that that's that's where that that whole discipline thing um you know comes to fruition. So yeah, that that's that that's really important that we we maintain discipline and that we we don't look for the easy roads because anything great um doesn't come easy. That's very true, and as you say the longer you are disciplined the easier it becomes because like you say it's just your routine you don't even have to really think about it about the fact that you're being disciplined it's just what you do like with the way i eat when when i first started eating now i i, I eat pretty much carnivore diet um and at first you know people are like oh you're not going to eat this just have a little bit of this or that and you know at first you're tempted by stuff but but now i'm like that's the way i eat that's just it's not it's not a I don't think of it as a diet as such because people associate diets with fad diets and all that. But that's just my lifestyle. That's how I eat. So I'm not interested in eating other stuff. I'm interested in eating what's best for me. And it's not it's not like a tough decision. It's it's once you get it going, you get the routine. It's reasonably easy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's for, for me now, it's obviously at the beginning, um, especially when you're still learning um, about stuff to actually make, you know, it can be quite overwhelming for a lot of people but once you know what you're doing and you you find that 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 structure and that that eat, that eating plan that that benefits you and it sort of replenishes your energy at the at the end of the day and sets and gives the body everything that it needs it's um it's still a subject that I'm learning about 
and that is very deep and nuanced. But I'm learning more about it as I go, and I do have a basic framework, which, which in, in terms of the, the intermittent fasting, which which we'll cover, but um, that works that works great for me in terms of the, the foods that that I eat and just stuff that I've I've cut out now, and also about the not worrying about what the generally what other people are doing. Focus on what works and do it anyway. I'll I'll for example I'll eat at least three eggs, you know. That's the first thing that I'll eat in the evening before I even have like dinner, for example, because it's just an excellent way to break break the fast and and gets those healthy fats into your into your body and sets you up um, for for the next meal, which is normally what I'll have straight after it. So yeah, that's uh, that that that's all very important. Once you know what you're doing, and and you cut out a lot of the infl- the, the the sugar, a lot of the sugar and the stuff that just inflames your body. Um, which not not good for for inflammation, and and you get that that sort of that core that 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 structure to the, the foundation, if you will, um, and and build on that, then it just makes you feel feel a lot better. So every day I, I, I'm feeling great um, in terms of what what I eat. Um, if I was to work out and then just have a fish and and chips or a pizza after I I can really feel the difference it really does actually it feels good for those few seconds that that the couple of minutes where you're having it but afterwards uh, it it just I feel very kind of bloated and and my my energy goes down and it's not good so and it's not conducive to maintaining a a healthy body either in terms of how you feel but also how you look yeah definitely you do you notice as well as I feel like the cleaner and more healthy you eat, the more you look after yourself, the more you notice how negative the effects are of food you used to eat. But when you edit all the time, like that was your normal feeling sluggish after eating. People think that's just normal. Like that's yeah. not normal. And, no. and, and when you move away from it and you eat clean, you feel great. And then you eat that one thing you used to be all the time and you feel terrible and you realize that's how you were feeling all the time. It's one of those things, isn't it? Where just when you're in something for so long, you don't realize what it used to be like before or what it could be like you you think that's normal uh, and yeah. it's not and you were, you were touching on uh, inflammation there too which that I've, I've just done a series of four four weeks or so talking about how to be your own doctor look after yourself and that was a thing i talked about a bit is that basically every single illness disease and whatever ailment is basically from inflammation within your body yeah. Um, and your diet is obviously there's other things that can cause it like stress and whatever but your diet's the main thing for that and the more I've looked into it the more I just don't understand why people don't just take a bit more care on their diet but then I suppose a couple years back I maybe didn't wasn't taking as much care as as they were so you know it's it's, I suppose it's just what people are kind of uh, conditioned into but it's the benefits far outweigh any kind of sacrifice you have to put in to look after your diet and just you know optimize your yourself yeah that that's that's a great point ryan uh basically on that is is yeah people do think that that uh you know that that's just how you feel you know and mm. that it's not anything that's within their control but you know from what i know and what i'm, I'm continuing to learn is that a lot of uh, how you feel in terms of illnesses and 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 things that you know that can happen to you that, that make you feel either ill or unwell or lacking in energy is is really stemmed from 
your your nutrition and what you're putting into your body and that can affect so much and it's not the case that oh you need to go and get some it's just that you go and you need to go and get some pills or some medication you know a lot of it is solved through um avoiding inflammatory foods and cleaning up your diet and um, not only in terms of your energy but your overall your overall health um so because i i, I eat now now it's not 100% not perfect but it, it's pretty good in terms of uh, my, my 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 nutrition plan right now and i feel i feel great a lot of the time now uh, energy throughout the day avoiding the things that that that, that will bring you down and we, we it's it's pretty clear what what those things are you know so I think protein is obviously a lot. A lot of protein is, is is very important, and making sure that you have those healthy fats in as well, and avoiding avoiding you know things like sugar, high sugar, and and these these other preservatives and additives that they put into things that are very mm -hmm. quick and convenient to eat, and uh, you know are 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 packaged up into very very enticing things to buy so these are the the the, the things that that we have that we know that we have to avoid everyone can can make that change if they know what they're they know what it is that that they have to do and a lot of the time they don't but if people know what they have to do and they can they can assign that and implement that discipline at the same time, then they can make huge changes to their lifestyle, no doubt about it, both physically and mentally. Exactly. That's, and you, you've touched on the point perfectly there that a lot of people just don't know. The, the more I've looked into and educated myself, the more I've found that essentially, basically everything we're told and taught about nutrition and food is just wrong. Is wrong pretty much all of it is is completely false and you know it just as a really um as a really broad thing that you know i wouldn't say do exactly this but as a really broad overview if you basically did the opposite of what the general nutrition advice is you'd probably be pretty healthy i'm not saying go do exactly that but you know it, it's all wrong and so that's why um people kind of find it hard to believe and you you say things to people and they say why do you eat like that or whatever and you you tell them and they're like well that that's not true because we're told this but they haven't actually spent any time to look into is that true what we're told people just accept it and the more you look into it the more you find out so that's what i'm trying to you know one of the whole goals of this you know the podcast and what i'm doing is to to try and educate people more on how to actually be healthy because i think the majority and this even goes as far as a lot of personal trainers and and coaches and people within the fitness industry they still kind of line up with those beliefs that we're told which are not true um, a lot of them especially around things like calories and carbohydrates and stuff there's a lot of people that still it's just not true what they're saying so it's just trying to educate people because like you say if people don't know how can they do it that you know they need to know so trying to educate people and, and show them how to do it and obviously the proof like you say yourself is you, the proof is yourself how good you feel if you're doing something and people are telling you oh no that's unhealthy but you're feeling great getting brilliant results why would you listen to them the, the stories of people getting results from eating like this is unbelievable. I've, I'm of the belief that every single physical condition can be reversed by correct diet because I've seen just everything being reversed, like conditions that people think are irreversible, reversed by it. So that that's my belief is that everything can be reversed and, and cured by the, the correct diet. And, you know, I'm trying to 
educate people and let them know that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of excellent points there, Ryan. You feel exactly the same, and that's really what the science shows when you step outside of the mainstream influence that you need to, you know, eat, uh, get your breakfast in, and you know, eat throughout the day. Um, it's for me that's just unthinkable now. I, I'm now in a mm. position where I can go to to seven p.m. at night without taking a single calorie. I can go with, with water and, and black coffee till then and my energy levels are just through the roof. And when I eat and I eat obviously eat the right stuff, it's earned. It's it's something that my body is now ready for and I'm replenishing those those getting all those nutrients and re re replenishing my energy. Um because we we weren't way back in the day we, we were only eating when we had access to food. So it's very much mm. a, an evolutionary generational uh, thing that, that that's what we were used to. We would hunt and we would eat when we when we were able to get food, and and that was the natural way. And I think obviously since then that's that's been that's been lost. Yet yeah, a, a lot a lot of great points there, and you also mentioned um, that you know other other people, whether it's uh, PTs or, or doctors, you know that they'll say that this is what you need to eat a certain amount at this time, a certain amount at this time. Now, I'm still learning myself, and and it's it's a, it's a subject that I'm learning more about. But um, gen general, in terms of what I know, um, that's not the best way um, for for longevity and that, and and to 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 have health for you know all the way through life. Because when you're not eating, I understand. I, I do know that when you're not eating. Your body can do all sorts of other things to 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 help you. It can you know do restorative work on your skin and your hair. It can repair other things that that need done. It can do all other jobs. Provide you with uh, burn you know existing uh, fat stores that we all have to release that energy and get it distributed through your all the way through your body and and, and it helps prove your. Your mental clarity as well it gives the body a chance to do all these amazing things that when you're constantly putting food down it's having to process that and then it, these other jobs get neglected having going through most of the day and allowing the body to, to work its magic is is great for long-term longevity you know and um that's that's the the principles that i that i put in place and that i'm trying to learn more about and that in terms of how I feel, I've, I've never felt more energetic. Um, and actually, I do remember the days where I would just eat eat breakfast and then have a snack and then eat lunch. And it was almost like, what was I thinking, you know? So, um, yeah, absolutely. It's it's about educating yourself on the nuances and, and, and stepping out of that kind of mainstream space and seeing what what actually is the best way. And often the best way is not the way that most people do it. And people will, will, will a lot of people still can't get my head, their heads around the fact that I don't need to eat during the day, you know, and that it's something that that is a bit alien to them. But that's the that's the correct way. And as you say, it's getting that that information out and educating people that the what 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 you're told by you know the mainstream and a lot of these um, other people. Um, is 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 not the best way to to live a nutritious and healthy lifestyle. I think with what you said there, that the best way is not the most popular way. I think that's applicable to all walks of life. That 
yeah the way that everyone else doing it is is unlikely to be the best way you know uh, sometimes the, the the in business in fitness in whatever it is doing it the way everyone else is doing it is not going to get you to where you want to be you need to um find the actual best way or you know often the hardest way which turns out to be the best like you said before nothing good comes uh easy yeah it's got to be um hard work and you know like you said other we'll uh we'll get more into things like intermittent fasting uh, uh, on some other podcasts and stuff but yeah the, like the body can do amazing things um when when you let it have the time to do it the human but i say a lot of the hu- like the human body is unbelievable when you you actually look into the things that your body can do like it's amazing but you have to like with the car you have to give it the right fuel so if you give your body the right fuel and you treat it the right way it can do um, unbelievable things i think people often underestimate the power of the the human body for sure oh, absolutely yeah and 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 that that can also be applied to you know the physical domain as well eating uh, observing nutrition and, and avoiding a lot of the, the unhealthy things is, is really important um but that can also help you in, you know in the physical domain that i think a lot of people don't realize their their, their potential and 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 what and and how far they can they can push themselves and a lot some some people have and they've achieved great results and that's fantastic it's just getting i i, I really believe in in, in trying to get everyone to become the, a better version of themselves. And I think that just starts with the basic discipline and how you live your life and be eating the, uh, the right things um, at the right time and being active. So for, uh, an- another example is, you know, I, I didn't, once I finished uh, gymnastics, I started going into um, a fight gym and, and and getting involved with that. And I realised, well, that's, that's something that actually took to it quite well and started hitting the, the pads and then started sparring and it was something that I never thought myself doing but pushing my, my body to 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 do that obviously having an athletic background helped but pushing my body and in, 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 in that sort of challenge um, I, I realized wow well, the body is capable of, ama- of amazing things it really is, uh, even in uh, endeavors that you never thought that, that you could actually that you could actually participate in or or challenge yourself in, and I think it's always about having that challenge. It, it just gives you the that 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 goal to 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 to, to drive yourself, you know, to, to to achieve, and you know the other thing is um, the, the sort of the flexibility aspect, you know. I, I I will be able to 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 do the splits again. You know, even after all these years, the body is my the body is capable of it. If you if you show discipline and you you do the right things, then it's never too late to learn something. So, yeah, the it's just that rewiring of you know your beliefs. You know, people I think people have to to realign their beliefs um, in terms of how they perceive themselves, and that they 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 can be better than what than what they are and once they truly believe that then the actions of actually achieving that become a lot easier because it's it's related to that 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 change in beliefs so um that that's something else that that, that mindset wise that i find quite interesting that i'm learning more about it's about realigning your your beliefs first and then after that then you can improve your nutrition quite quite easily or you can become fitter you can become faster you can become better at this whatever it is so yeah i think in terms of especially physically in terms of um things you can achieve 
I don't believe people are stopped by physical limitations. I believe it's by mental limitations. You know, like you said, in your mind, you don't believe that you can do these things. But actually, if you push your body past what you believe you can, you, you think you're reaching your physical limitations, but it's not. It's your mental limitations. It's what your mind is telling you that you can't go any further, but actually your body can and you have to break that, have a, a stronger mind and understand that actually you can do a lot more than you believe you're capable of. And obviously once you can get past that and then you believe that you are capable of more, then it's going to become easier for you physically because your mind's not trying to hold you back. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I was I was lucky to, to realise uh, in real time and, and realise in, in terms of my mindset uh, through gymnastics. Um, there were, there were I even remember some, some routines where at that point in, in the routine, I was just exhausted and thinking about giving up, but just that mental, that 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 mental sort of resilience just pushed me through and ended up, you know, I was able to, to go on and finish the routine. Um, obviously, things like you know, the, the moment of the adrenaline and just being in the moment obviously helps, but but overall, when you're every day, there, there, there's even when there's no one around to kind of give you that that push, it's that that mental strength that, that can make you push that little bit further. Um, and it all comes from mental, absolutely, the, the, the mental side. So um, that, that mindset and and things like forecast, what, what, I, what I do is, is kind of anticipating ahead. Or how would you feel if you gave up? It wouldn't be a good feeling. You don't want to feel like that, so keep going. That's something that I always tell myself, and, and, and it works great for me. And I think that's something that, that other people can can implement if they if they really want something. Um, the feeling after it is always better. Yeah, that's that's something that that I, I use on on a daily basis. Even if it's uh, I I don't have the energy to do this write this piece for for this reel on my Instagram or or to 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 do to work out another part of this program or whatever it is. I'll just apply that that sort of that that accountability, if you will, that. That's it, it. Doesn't matter how I feel. I'm, I'm I'm holding myself accountable to doing that and just push through. As a strong mind and a strong body go hand in hand, it, it all starts from the mind. The mind is so powerful, and once you can get that right, get your mindset, then um, you're off. Anything can be achieved, and it and it's amazing. Um, I think we'll uh, we we've we've talked quite a lot. I think we'll probably um pretty much leave it there for this week we're going to be seeing you a lot more right we're going to have some great conversations around different stuff uh, which i'm really looking forward to it's great that everyone has uh, got to meet you today and learn a bit about you and thank you very much for coming on we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely be seeing you again soon yeah, th thanks again ryan for having me on uh, much appreciated uh, really enjoyed it and i hope everyone uh, got some value out of that in terms of you know my story and my background and and what i'm working on um, going forward and uh, yeah i look to be i look forward to be back on back on and discussing uh, all things uh, fitness and health uh, uh, going forward it's been it's been great so thank you for having me that's right no problem it's it's great to have your expertise as well that's uh, something exciting that people can look forward to on more episodes and um 
we'll leave it there for this week and uh, we'll see everyone next time hey guys thank you so much for tuning into the show i really hope that you enjoyed it if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias which are at hwpoduk please make sure you like subscribe share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week